welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking up with day three of our Experiencing God's Peace devotional in the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to do the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up the Devo. Let's do it. Also, if you missed days one and two, be sure to go back and listen to those because they are really, really good. And so the scripture is Romans chapter eight, verses six through 11. And they say this. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death, but letting the spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. For for the sinful nature is always hostile to God. It never did obey God's laws and it never will. That's why those who are still under the control of their sinful nature can never please God. But you are not controlled by your sinful nature. You are controlled by the spirit if you have the spirit of God living in you. And Christ lives within you. So even though your body will die because of sin, the Spirit gives you life because you have been made right with God. The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by the same Spirit living within you. The devotional is titled Peace of God, and it says this. Jesus' death on the cross and his resurrection three days later is a gift that brings us eternal life when we receive it. Once we receive this free gift, our salvation is never in question and brings us peace with God. But life can spiral out of control, either by circumstances or our poor choices. And when that occurs, the peace of God feels distant and perhaps even non-existent. Even when Jesus has saved us and we have peace with God, we're still susceptible to the worries and concerns of this world. Some situations that occur can wreak havoc in our lives. Not only that, but our sinful desires get in the way of us choosing God's best and trusting him. We worry, complain, and fret over so many unnecessary things. We may be saved, but... We're still a work in progress. And because we allow external pressures and internal battles to have their way with us, the peace of God is not always apparent in our lives. To experience the peace of God, let's dive into two Bible passages to see how we can make the peace of God our constant reality. Romans 8, 6 through 11, which Chad read. A spirit-controlled mind leads to life and peace, and letting our sinful nature reign brings death. Think about it. When we cave and entertain sinful thoughts that are far from God's best, our minds don't have the peace of God. Not because God isn't near, but because our sin has put a barrier between us and God. The peace of God and our sinful nature are at war. They cannot coexist. But when we simply submit to our good God, trust in his ways and obey him, we're no longer succumbing to our sinful nature and instead experience his perfect peace. And then Philippians 4, 6 through 7. The peace of God covers us like a blanket when we stop worrying but pray about everything instead. That's right. Everything. We turn every burden or hardship that we're carrying over to God, and when we do, his peace that surpasses understanding floods our hearts and minds. 
It's so beyond our understanding. It's not something we can create, but something we obtain when we choose to trust, obey, and walk in faith. If you're a follower of Jesus, find comfort and hope that you're at peace with God. And then seek God in all your ways so that nothing will be in between you and the peace of God. Yeah, sometimes it's easier said than done. As you were reading, <clears throat> I was thinking, I was like, wow, like I, I love knowing this, mm-hmm. but I don't always live it out. So like, what's the difference happening here? Yeah. And I started thinking about how like, if you guys have ever gone to like a doctor for a physical or a check-in, sometimes they do these like reflex tests. So your legs are overhanging like on the little bench you're sitting on. And as the doctor takes this little like hammer or tool, they'll hit a certain area in your knee and your knee will reflex up. Because that's kind of like what your knee's meant to do in that moment. It's, a, you're, it's your natural reflex. But I know for me, coming from a, being a very sinful person in my past and trying to create new reflexes, I have to create new habits that will help me reflex towards God, mm-hmm. not make me reflex towards the same way I've been self-medicating all my life. Mm-hmm. Proverbs 26 verse 11 is probably my least favorite verse. What is it? It's, you know, I just got to say it. As a dog returns to their vomit, so a fool to their folly. Mm -hmm. And for me, there's been so many times that when I am in duress, whenever my peace is being disrupted, when my life is getting hard, I run back to the things I can control. I run back to my folly. When everything's good, I feel super close to God. You know what I mean? Like you're like, wow, God. You're really taking care of me right now. But when, when I feel those walls coming in and nothing's going my way and I keep getting bad news and bad news or hardship and hardship, I start running back to my old reflexes. And so if you're struggling with that, if you're someone who wants to run to certain things, whatever that may be for you, then you need to start rewiring what your reflex is. Yeah. Is, is your reflex going to take you back to your folly yeah. or is your reflex going to take you back to your father? That's so good. Um, I love the verse that you're reading in the beginning, the Romans 8, 9, but you are not controlled by your sinful nature. You are controlled by the spirit. If you have the spirit of God living in you and remember that those who do not have the spirit of Christ living in them do not belong to him at all. And Christ lives within you. So even though your body will die of sin, the spirit gives you life because you have been made right with God. And the Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And what this is talking about is I think so often we run back when we're not reliant on the Spirit of God. And so we have to be in tuned and truly controlled by the Spirit and not our sinful nature. We have to actively say, today, I refuse because... Mm -hmm. The same power that raised Jesus to life lives in me. The spirit of the living God lives in me. Like this is the same spirit that death bows to. There is so much power and we don't tap into it. We say, well, this is easier. This is what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. This is what I used to do. And it, and it, we thought it worked, right? But it, it never actually worked. Those things that you used to run to, they didn't bring you peace. They brought you into a different spiral that led you not to where you actually want to go. And so we have to have those realizations in those moments to say, you know what? I'm not going to do what I used to do. 
because I know where it leads. I'm instead going to submit to the spirit of God. I'm going to have the recognition mm-hmm. of thought patterns. I'm going to have the self-discipline in this moment to say, Holy Spirit, control my tongue. Holy Spirit, control my thought life. Holy Spirit, I know you are in me. And so activate in this moment that is hard for my flesh, right? It's that recognition that our flesh is weak, but in our weakness, he is strong. And so having that like, oh, just that realization Mm -hmm. and meditating on that truth that you know what? Yes, it might be easier to run back to my own ways, but I am not a fool. I am not a fool who runs back to my folly. I am wise through the spirit of Christ who has given me discernment and self-discipline. And that is not my own strength. That is him. And so being thankful, thankful that because of Christ, we have the Holy Spirit living and breathing, and working, and active inside of us, and so every morning saying, Holy Spirit, I submit to your ways. I surrender my own, and so in moments of hardship, I instead press into you, and I instead am obedient to you because I know your ways are better, and I know that your ways lead to that peace of God that makes no sense. And my ways do not. And so, yeah, just that recognition of my ways don't lead to the peace of God. My goal is to experience the peace of God. Well, how do I do that? I am obedient to his spirit in moments that are tough for my flesh. It's so good. I love that reminder of how we're like, we're not in the fire alone. Mm -hmm. Because I know that whenever we're experiencing these things of like, feeling tempted to run back to our old life to try to secure a, a false peace, mm-hmm. we can try to do so. And, and when we try to switch that up mm-hmm. to try to run to God, we can do so in our own power yeah. where what that scripture is saying, exactly what you're saying, where the Holy spirit leads us in that. Yep. And I actually sent a text to a friend this morning. I'm going to read you guys a portion of it. He and his family have just been getting hit left and right with just, you know, bad news and stuff like that. And so I'm going to pick up, it says this, um, but just wanted to remind you that the enemy is trying his best to get a hold of your mindset, to beat you down like a wave beats down a rock wall over time. But the key here is you are not the rock wall. Jesus is. He is standing before you, beside you, and behind you. He's proud of you and and, uh, for enduring in this tough season. And so we're not doing this alone. And so the reason why I said I don't like that scripture is not that I don't like it. It's that it calls me out and it calls a lot of us out, but it's a good, it's a call up, you know? Yeah. Want to praise that out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you that your peace is available to us, Lord. And we thank you that through Jesus Christ, we have peace with you, that our eternity is secure, that we have eternal hope, Father. Right now, we pray. We pray that we would surrender our will to your will. We pray that our flesh would die today and that we would be alive in you, living by the power of your Holy Spirit that is working inside of us, Father. We pray that our conviction would be loud, that our self-discipline would be there in moments that it's hard, Father, that distraction comes in, that laziness comes in. Father, that we would have the self-discipline to pursue your wills, your will over our will, Father. Lord, we know that your will leads to your peace, and we so desperately crave 
your peace, Father. And so we pray these things today in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When I was that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget to love you. We love you guys. We'll be talking to you tomorrow. Juicy.